Welcome to the Faith First Advisor Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Shrum, and today we're going to be talking about five things to look out for in the stock market in 2021. But first, let's roll the intro. Welcome to the Faith First Advisor podcast, where host and financial advisor Eric Schrum helps Christians align their faith with their finances. To explore more about everything it means to be a steward with the God has given you, visit thefaithfirstadvisor.com. If you would like to explore working with Eric to align your money and investments with your faith, visit shrumpw.com slash faith. That's S-C-H-R-U-M-P-W dot com slash faith. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Faith First Advisor podcast. Today, we have a really great show for you because we're going to be talking about five things to look out for in 2021 when it comes to the stock market and really the economy in general. You know, it does not need repeating, but this year has been a rather crazy year, and the stock market has been a key contributor to that craziness. You can remember heading into 2020, in the spring of 2020, we were hitting highs, it seemed, in the market almost every week. And then, of course, yes, COVID hit and we had really a a historically fast drop of over 30% in the market. And to illustrate how fast that drop happened, we really didn't start taking the coronavirus seriously, it seemed, until the end of February. You know, we had that monumental day where the NBA canceled a lot of games. And I personally remember I had taken a a little bit of time during my lunch to go to a restaurant and watch FSU play their first game of the ACC basketball tournament. And uh, as I was watching them warm up, they canceled the whole tournament and watched FSU uh, leave the court, and it seemed like that was really the uh, the point where America at least said, "Wow, we're, this is really a serious thing." And and that was really at the end of February. And the bottom of that thirty over thirty percent drop in the market that I mentioned was on March twenty fourth. So a historically fast drop. And then we saw an equally impressive rise back to all-time highs in the stock market. You know, as I'm recording this, just last week, the Dow Jones hit 30,000 points, which is a historical milestone. It dropped under 30,000 points uh, just after that, but really a staggering and encouraging comeback in the market and the economy, which hopefully continues. Now, before we start our five things to look for in 2021, I want to preface that these, these excuse me, five points have been shaped largely by uh, a few conference calls that Dr. Jeremy Siegel, the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania, and Dr. David Kelly at J.P. Morgan held recently. And I'll also preface by saying that these five points, they really are not meant to tell the future. What these points are meant to do is to shed some light on recent events and some strengths in the economy and the markets to think about heading into 2021. I really want this to be an exercise and and giving you some perspective on what to look for heading into 2021 and and not necessarily 
uh, anyone sitting in front of a crystal ball and saying this is how things will be in 2021. I also will preface and say that these five points aren't going to be all strictly stock market or strictly economic points, but really well-rounded current events and how they might affect 2021. So with those caveats, let's jump in. Number one, look for this presidential election to be the ideal outcome for the economy. Now, there was a lot of trepidation of how this election may influence the stock market and the economy of 2021. Many Democrats were worried that Trump is a loose cannon, and if he was reelected, would, from a certain perspective, not handle the COVID pandemic well and affect the markets and the economy, whereas many conservatives were worried that the Democrats and Biden would win the presidency and a heavy swath of Congress. As it turned out, neither of those outcomes occurred, and we had a much more moderate election results, surprisingly, to many people, including myself. And we saw that Biden won the pres- presidency, excuse me. It looks as though the Republicans will hold the Senate, which is not confirmed, but we believe that those Georgia runoff seats will be held by Republicans. And then you also saw that the Republicans gained a lot of momentum in the House of Representatives. And what that means is that we now have uh, split powers in our governing bodies. Now, regardless if you are a Republican or a Democrat, Historically, the stock market has performed its best when the party who holds the presidency does not hold the majority of Congress as well. And the best stock market returns have happened when there's been a split Congress from the party that has been holding the presidency. And it makes sense with the split Congress and presidential parties, uh, there's going to be a lot more middle of the aisle legislation going through as opposed to one side or the other getting their way with everything. We also believe that this presidential election is going to have a lack of more radical agendas, whether it's conservative or progressive. Also, to round out this first point, guys, look for a less progressive tax policy that's going to be in place. There was a lot of um, gnashing of teeth on the conservative side of the aisle and political spectrum around what president-elect Biden's tax policies were going to look like. And now with the split Congress, as well as some very key congressional Democratic seats coming up in red states, look for less progressive tax policy to take place than originally suspected. Number two, look for inflation to increase. In the past, we've had historically low uh, inflation. Rates have been you know, near zero. The Federal Reserve has kept those rates artificially low. Look for inflation to start to creep up heading into 2021 and into uh, future years because there has been a huge influx of liquidity into people's pockets because of the $3 trillion stimulus that went into effect to try to stem the coronavirus impact. It looks like there will likely be some stimulus coming, maybe not this year, but in 2021 as well. And this has been a demand that's been waiting to be spent once the economy reopens. And it looks like we're going to have a vaccine that's going to be uh, taking place And so look for that $3 trillion of liquidity in people's pockets to start taking effect. Number three, 
look for the coronavirus vaccine to have far-reaching implications for the future. Now, it seems like it's been the topic of everybody's uh, news cycles and something we've been looking forward to, but it looks like we will be getting a coronavirus vaccine either by the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021, which is a huge blessing. But what might be even more impressive is, one, the amount of time, the historical quickness to develop this vaccine is something we've never seen before. But even more importantly is the uh, way in which this vaccine was developed. And I am no scientist or doctor, and I do not play one on TV. However, this new vaccine has been developed using mRNA, which is going to possibly have far-reaching implications on the way we treat future infectious diseases. So look for this coronavirus vaccine to not just have a huge impact on our present, thankfully with getting rid of the coronavirus or vaccinating vaccinating against the coronavirus, but also for far and wide-reaching implications spanning not just into 2021, but far into the future and how we treat diseases and pandemics worldwide going forward. Number four, and we'll keep this one short and sweet, look for the dollar to weaken. During the pandemic, the world flocked to the dollar as a safe haven, so the price was artificially high. Look for, as the world reopens, the dollar to naturally weaken. Number five, look for Biden to have a more green agenda. Now, this may come as no surprise, but look for Biden and his administration to have a much more green agenda, especially when it comes to uh, the Paris Climate Accord and the Iran nuclear deal. Now, while these might not have direct effects on the stock market, these will be historical and important world events should Biden rejoin that Paris Climate Accord and the Iran nuclear deal. Also look for more measured approaches to that green agenda than things like AOC's Green New Deal. Well, guys, those are the five things to look out for in 2021 when it comes to the stock market and the economy, and really, as you saw, world events in general. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. It's something that's actually quite fun and different from what we usually do. As a reminder, remember to go on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a five-star rating. It really helps the show out. And in addition, if you are looking for a financial advisor to help you align your faith and your finances, email me at eric at shrumpw.com or visit www.shrumpw.com. Until the next time, guys, I wish you all the best of the holidays and we'll see you in two weeks with our next episode. The content provided is for general information educational purposes only and should not be considered a recommendation of any particular strategy, investment product, or investing advice of any kind. Content is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal or tax advice and or legal opinion. Please consult a financial professional for your specific situation. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the entire principal. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views and opinions expressed here are of the author and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Spire Wealth Management, LLC, and its affiliates. Invest advisory services offered through Spire Wealth Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Securities offered through an affiliate Spire Securities LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and member of FINRA and SIPC.